Thank you for the wonderful praise and also special music. High school students uh, sang one voice and our choir sang, We Are One. How wonderful. Paul saw this grand vision for humanity in Jesus. He saw that we are one. He saw that the dividing wall that existed between human beings was destroyed and new humanity came out of two. So being a Christian is not just believing a certain creed. God created a new humanity. That's what Jesus did. That's what Jesus came to do, new humanity. Not just new religion, new humanity. Jesus wanted to create out of two. Verse 14 says, For he, Jesus, is our peace. In his flesh he has made both groups into one and has broken down the dividing wall that is the hostility between us. What a wonderful image. Think about it. The dividing wall between you and me is broken down and we have become one. You and I have become we. No more I and them, but we. Because you are, I am. I don't exist by myself in isolation alone. Because you are, I am. This was what God wanted to do for us. But it wasn't just St. Paul who saw that vision. Long, long time ago, during prophet's time, Isaiah prophet already saw that vision of God. And so he confessed this way. The wolf shall live with the lamb. The leper shall lie down with the kid, the calf and the lion and the felling together, and the little child shall lead them. The cow and bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put his hand on the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. What a wonderful image. Beautiful picture. On that mountain, nobody hurt and harm each other. All of them will live, will live in peace and harmony. That was God's ultimate vision for the humanity. Jesus came to this world to start this vision, to work out 
this grand vision of God. But when Jesus came to this world, he saw division. People were divided. Jews and Gentiles were divided. Men and women were divided. Masters and slaves were divided. All around Jesus, he saw only division of the people. So Jesus wanted to create a new humanity out of this divided world. And somehow, St. Paul saw that so clearly. Isn't it amazing? He said, sharp insight. He never met Jesus physically, actually. Paul wasn't around when Jesus was around. But Paul somehow saw clearly what Jesus wanted to do. I don't know whether Peter or other disciples knew about what Jesus was all about. But Paul saw that very, very clearly what Jesus was all about. He was very sharp. In his letter to Galatians, it was one of his first letter. And it is one of the first Christian document uh, with us. And in Galatians, this is what he said. There is no longer Jew or Greek. There is no longer slave or free. There is no longer male and female. For all you are one in Christ Jesus. Jesus became the bridge, not the dividing wall. But in history, was Jesus bridge or dividing wall? Right now, is Jesus bridge or dividing wall? For his vision of creating one new humanity out of two, Jesus gave his life. He sacrificed his life for that grand vision. I mean, we can see that in Jesus' last prayer. Jesus' last prayer, just before he died, it was like uh, almost like his will. I want you to live like this. That was his will for the people remaining. And in his prayer, listen very carefully. What is the main theme that is flowing in that prayer? Let me read it for you. I ask not only on behalf of these, but also on behalf of those who will believe in me through their word, that they may all be one. As you, Father, are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given them, so that they may be one, as we are one. I in them and you in me, that they may become completely one, so that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. What is the general theme that is flowing in this prayer? One, being one. We are one, one voice. Right from the beginning, God wanted to Bless all humanity. 
And to do that, God chose Israelites. And he blessed the Israelites so that they may become blessings to others. That's what God wanted. So that all humanity could be blessed. But somehow, there was a dividing wall. So this blessing could not flow out of Israelites and to all people. And Jesus broke down and destroyed that dividing wall so that the blessings could flow out of Israelites to all humanity. And to do that, I mean, it's so amazing how St. Paul saw uh, all of that. To do that, Jesus even abolished the law. That's a radical statement for Jews. Because to Jews, law was everything. It was their identity. But Jesus abolished the law, Paul saw. Let me read it for you. He, Jesus, has abolished the law with his commandments and ordinances so that he might create in, him, in himself one new humanity in place of the two, thus making peace. To create new humanity, Jesus abolished the law. Paul saw that these commandments were only hindrance to creating one new humanity. And Jesus brought all these commandments into one. It's almost like a black hole. This one humanity, or one commandment, sucked up all other commandments. And what is that one commandment that sucked up all other commandments? Love. That's what we heard from today's praise. Love. Jesus abolished the law with all these commandments and ordinances except one commandment, love your God and love your neighbor. Becoming one is more important than keeping these commandments. What good are commandments if they are the reason for the humanity to be divided? What good is your morality if that is a reason for you to be divided? What good is your faith and righteousness if that is a reason for you to be divided? That's why Jesus abolished the law with all these commandments. Then, my friends, what is that dividing wall that shattered humanity into pieces. What is that dividing wall? It's hostility. It is hostility within us. That's what divides us. Let me read verse 14 again. For he is our peace. In his flesh, he has made both groups into one and has broken down the dividing wall. That is hostility between us. The hostility within us, that is a problem. Jesus saw that these commandments could not really do anything 
about the hostility that exists within people. Keeping the commandments for the sake of keeping them will not get rid of hostility within us. Just putting up good face and nice face will not get rid of the hostility that exists within us and enslaves us. Just because you keep the good behaviors, it doesn't mean the hostility within you will disappear. Hostility killed Jesus. On the cross, hostility revealed its face in a naked form. Until then, very well hidden. It was hiding behind people's goodness. But on the cross, the hostility revealed itself and manifested itself in the naked form. Hostility is evil that exists within human heart. And that is what divides humanity. That is a dividing wall between you and me. In a normal time, you're fine. You're very kind and nice and all that. But when the crucial time comes, that hostility comes up. Jesus saw that. So when he died on the cross, he crucified that hostility with him on the cross. That's what verse 16 says. Jesus might reconcile both groups to God in one body through the cross, thus putting to death that hostility through it. Hostility is the greatest sin we human beings have. Because of the hostility, peace is not possible. Salvation is being free from your hostility. So when you say that I'm saved, that means you're free from that hostility. When we have that hostility within us, we cannot reconcile with God and we cannot reconcile with other fellow human beings. Hostility is the greatest dividing wall. This has to come down. Being a Christian does not mean becoming a nice person. Being a Christian means to be free from the hostility. You are not anymore slave to that hostility within you. Being a Christian means that you treat others not with hostility, but with love and kindness. When hostility within us is taken away, we change. We become a different person. Yes, sometimes we get angry. Especially when injustice is done to us, we get angry. And when injustice is done to the vulnerable people, we get angry. Whenever we hear about those graveyards where all these children's bones uh, were discovered, we get angry. Jesus was angry too. But his anger was holy anger or just anger. But hostility is different from that kind of anger. Hostility is to see others as enemies or threat to conquer and to get rid of. That's what hostility is. Hostility eats us up. It destroys good life. It destroys human, uh, happiness. It destroys our relationships. It kills more people Many more people than virus uh, did. 
it causes war, abuses, animosity, and hatred. It is probably the, the most dangerous and harmful evil that destroys this world. It's a big problem in the world that we live in. And this is a big problem personally for many of us. We have become so impatient and intolerant. Especially during this pandemic time, we have realized how intolerant, how impatient we are. Easily, hostility acts up and we become abusive to others in terms of our actions and words. Last Sunday, England lost the Euro Cup game to Italy and lost the championship. It wasn't a shame to lose a game, but it was shame to see what people did, what fans did. British police opened investigations Monday into the racist abuse of three young black players who missed penalties in England's shootout loss to Italy. These were promising young black players, but unfortunately, all three of them missed the penalty. And then the next day, when I watched that game, oh no, not only the penalty, but what people are going to do now? But very next day, I saw the evidence of it. Racist remarks everywhere in the social media. Rashford was one of them. Rashford was a great guy. He's, he fought against child poverty. He uh, protested against uh, the, the, the child poverty, and so he uh, uh, made the government uh, give free lunch to thousands, tens of thousands of uh, young children who are hungry. Of course, he also donated big money too. Many people live being enslaved with hostility. It's like living with a ticking bomb. You don't know when they will explode. Hostility is not just what you do. It is deeply seated within you. We need to be healed. We need to be healed. Somehow our experiences, our angry experiences, somehow piled up within us, it creates hostility. And our insecurity, our fear, that creates hostility within us. We need to be healed. Hostility manifests itself in many different ways. The obvious manifestations is, of, of course, anger. But that is not the only way. Discrimination. Passive aggressive attitude, vengeful actions, self, even self righteousness, and so on. Hostility is what divides us. It's like poison to humanity. It's a poison to destroy our relationships with each other. Because of hostility, we don't accept each other. My friends, we are all different, we are radically different. I'm very different from you. 
I grew up from different family backgrounds. Our cultures are different. Our values are different. What is important to me may not be that important to you. We are very different. And our differences are not, should not be the reason for us to hate each other. That, that should be the reason for us to celebrate. We celebrate our differences, not humiliate each other because of differences. There's a nice song, which I like very much, by Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong. You say potato, I say potato. You say tomato, I say tomato. What does it matter? And the end, at the end of it, the song says, we need each other. That's the only thing that matters. I need you, and you need me. We need each other. Your friends are not enemies. They are your friends. People around you are not your enemies to attack. They are your friends to share life with each other. Be gentle, be patient, accept each other. We may be very different, but we can accept each other's differences with love. It is not our differences that divide us. It is hostility that cannot accept our differences. That's what divides us. It's not differences that divide us. It's our attitude towards differences that divide us. We really have a hard time accepting each other's differences. We are very impatient with people who are different from us. It comes from a wrong sense of superiority. In other words, it comes from the lack of humility. We easily make judgments on people who are different from us. We don't have to live anymore with hostility. That's not what God wants from us. God wants us to live in peace and harmony. Let us deal with hostility within us. And Jesus gave us love as a gift so that we are able to deal with that hostility. Of course, it is easier said than done, I know. But we still have to do that. Jesus showed us the greatest gift. We discipline ourselves because Jesus already crucified the hostility on the cross. Now we can discipline ourselves to love, not to hate. Let love be what guides you not hostility. Don't react your situations with host hostility. No, no. React your situation with love and gentleness. You are disciples of Jesus Christ. You are a new humanity that Jesus Christ created. Now we live with that attitude. Whoever we meet, this world will be a better place. 
First, let us start with this community, small community. This community will be a better community when we are able to accept each other with love, not with hostility. So I'd like to invite you to sing again. There's a song that we sang before, I mean, the high C sang before, One Voice.